time next week, the moon will be entirely made of cheese. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Funny Flower Hour. Sergeant Sunflower. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. I'll be your host with the buttered toast. My name is Sergeant Sunflower. And boy, oh boy, do we have a show for you today. We've got jokes. We've got microphones. We've got Strummin' Steve as our musical guest today. Strummin' Steve, aw, oh, he always puts on a good show. And just in case he doesn't, we have dozens of burlap sacks filled with local feral cats ready to fight for your amusement. What do you think of that? Yeah! Okay, now, tell me, are there any kids in the audience today? Yeah! Well, I know that we only just met, but we've got a message from your old friend, Sergeant Sunflower. So listen up, all you funny flowers. This week, we're trying to collect enough glass bottles to buy a field trip to the moon for Sergeant Sunflower and all of his funny flower friends. I want to go to the moon. Don't you want to go to the moon with me? Yeah! Well, who wouldn't? But I can't get there without all of your help, boys and girls. So, if your daddy has any old beer bottles lying around, bring them on down to the show. Check under the cushions. Check under the sink. Check under your daddy. And if you see any jagged, pointy shards, you just scoop those up with your delicate little fingers and slide them into an envelope. And don't forget to send it all to the Funny Flower Hour at 421 Funny Flower Boulevard. Now, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for today's show? Yeah! Well, thank goodness, because here's your first sketch. Morning. Hi there. Can I help you with something? Oh, just browsing, thanks. Sure, sure, sure. Take a look around. Just holler if you need anything. Thanks, I appreciate it. Say, I couldn't help but notice you've got a lot of expensive items in the store. Sure do. Thanks for noticing. Right, but this is a dollar store. Yep, well, you know what they say. You gotta spend money to make money. But boy, oh boy, am I hurting. How do you expect to ever make any money if you can only charge a dollar? Same way everybody else with a dollar store makes money. I'm gonna work hard and... Sell things that cost you less than a dollar. I beg your pardon? Well, most dollar stores sell items that cost less than a dollar to purchase. Things are maybe 50 cents at wholesale. Products like toothbrushes and tiny bottles of hot sauce. And how the heck am I supposed to make any money selling something that only cost me 50 cents? You know how many toothbrushes I'd have to sell to pay my mortgage? <laughs> I'd tell you a whole lot of them. But you have to sell things that cost you less than a dollar in order to make a profit. You see, if you sell something for a dollar, but it costs you, say, two dollars, you've lost a dollar. You follow? Not a bit. 
But my daddy always said, boy, you are going to be the death of me. Gonna die of shock from all the money's more like it. Did your father leave you his store, sir? Sure did. I'll never forget his final words. He said, boy, I'm leaving you the family store. Don't forget, you gotta spend money. To make money? I beg your pardon? You have to spend money to make money. I think he may have died before he finished his sentence. Make money, huh? I think I've got an idea. Hey, I see you changed your store. Sure did, and I took your advice too. Get your money freshly printed counterfeit money right here. We got $5 bills, we got $10 bills, even $1 million bills. All sold at my dollar store for the low, low price of just $1. Old MacDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Very good, children. Now, when we get to the next verse, I need a volunteer to shout out the name of an animal. Thank you, Riley. Okay, children, are you ready? Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he had a... Sweatshop. Excuse me, Riley? Where did you hear that word? From my Grandpa Rick. He says the only way to earn a profit in today's commie liberal economy is to find a good group of indentured volunteers and work them till they pass out. Apparently, that's what happens when a person works real hard. He calls it worker's pride. They get so proud that their hands start to shake and their throats get real dry. Okay, Riley, um, I'm looking for more of an animal and less of a humanitarian struggle, but thank you. Uh, would anyone else like to please try? Thank you, Megan. Okay, class, one more time. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he had a brothel. Oh dear. Megan, where did you hear that word? Grandpa Tucker says any good farmer has to have himself a brothel. How else is he supposed to get a quick hand job after dinner? And what do you think a hand... Oh, that's because Grandpa Tucker gets his hands real sore working outside? He's got to get a hand job after dinner. He can't go to work because his bones are too stiff. Okay, let's try this again. Melvin? Huh? You're up. Pick an animal, and please make sure it's an animal. Okay, let's try this one more time. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on this farm he had a... Cheat. Great job, Melvin. Thank you for the great animal suggestion. Now tell me, kids, do you know why farmers need sheep? Well, sometimes when the ladies at the brothel are too tired for their jobs, Grandpa says the sheep, oh, for fuck's sake. Welcome back, funny flowers. Say, do you like to laugh? Yay! Do you like stand-up comedy? Maybe. I don't know. Well, did you know that we have a comedy club with an open mic right here in your city? Open Mic Comedy is where the stars of tomorrow go to hone their skills today. So why don't we take a look and see who's performing tonight. And remember, 
Someone you see could become the next Ray Barone. Let's take a listen. When people talk about being nervous, they always say, I was sweating like a whore in church. But how come nobody ever mentions the priest? Don't you think he gets nervous, you know, because of the pedophiles? Am I right? Well, that was rough. And now we have some time to kill. Read some sponsors. Yep. Uh, announcer! Read the things! Tonight's program was brought to you by... Pot. When's the last time you forgot to do something? And... Smug. Isn't it about time that you really stuck it to somebody? And now a word from our sponsor. Have you heard of my blanket? I have the best blanket ever. How much for such a fine garment? Yeah, I'll bet you want to know. Well, you can't have it. That's what makes my blanket so special. It's my blanket, not your blanket. My blanket. All right, kids, welcome back to the program. Hey, remember that field trip we talked about earlier? Well, do you know where your lazy mommy keeps her purse? Is it under her lazy arm right now? I'll bet it is. Well, Sergeant Sunflower is running a little low on his fundraiser to get you kids to the moon. And I want to get you to the moon so badly. Do any of you know how much a rocket ship to the moon costs? About as much as a new bubbler. So don't forget to reach into your lazy mommy's stupid purse, dig around there until you find something valuable, and bring it on down to the show at 421 Funny Flower Boulevard. Now, do you all like winning prizes? Yay! Yay! Well, Sergeant Sunflower has a very secret prize for the first person in the audience who can guess what number I'm thinking of. Uh, all right, kid, what's your name? Anthony. Spelled with an F, huh? Well, Anthony, uh, tell us all, what number is Sergeant Sunflower thinking of? Um, 11? <laughs> Not even close. What is this, your first number guess? Moving on. How about you, pigtails? My name's Sarah. I didn't ask her your name. But go ahead and guess what number am I thinking of? Is it a really big number? Ah, oh, well, look who thinks they're real clever with the extra questions. All right, Smarty Pants, tell you what, I'll give you a hint. It's less than 61. Uh, is it 60? It is 60! Because that was the exact number of seconds that I had to waste. Hey, do you like listening to men in suits talking about stuff? Well, here's some of that. What's my prize? Huh? You again. Here's a bottle cap. back to another edition of Sports for the Uninterested. This week, a tall man threw a ball farther than another humongous man. Back to you, Greg. 
Last night, a very tall human being threw a large, bouncy ball into a hoop from a much farther distance than what is normal. Back to you, Chet. Last night, a man with a baseball cap single-handedly threw a ball at a very fast speed. He wasn't the only one throwing the ball that evening, but he did, in fact, throw it using only one of his hands. Back to you, Greg. This evening, local bar was particularly loud because of something they saw on television. This has been your sports recap for the uninterested. Join us next time if you're still interested. Hello there, Trevor. My name is Dr. Dave, and I hear you've got some questions about your upcoming vasectomy. Well, doctor, my wife here has been worried that this might change our sex life. I, I told her not to worry. I just want to be cautious before we jump into such a permanent decision. Well, medically speaking, you will become a woman as a result of the surgery. Excuse me? I said you will become a woman as a result of the surgery. That's exactly what I was afraid of. You see, once the body loses the ability to transport sperm, it attempts to correct for that change by increasing other chemicals produced within the body. Those changes grow slowly over time until eventually you become a woman. What kind of changes, doctor? Well, empathy, estrogen, and a nagging desire to accuse others of never listening are all symptoms likely to occur. He never listens. Why would that make me a woman? Well... If you can't produce the ingredients necessary to create and teach your own son how to throw a baseball, at what sense are you still a man? Do you know what we in the medical community call someone who can't produce a healthy son from his penis? We call them a woman. Nothing personal, doctor, but I think I'd like a second opinion at this point. Yes, of course. This is a typical reaction, and we have a second doctor here and ready to quell those pesky feelings of yours. Tom, could you come inside now, please? You know, with all the second guessing and feelings you're exhibiting, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you're becoming a woman right before our eyes. Well, that's hardly appropriate. Good morning, doctor. Doctor? Now, Trevor here is having some second thoughts about his vasectomy. He's worried about the fact that he won't be a man anymore. Well, that's completely natural. I remember when I transitioned, I thought my whole identity was going to be in jeopardy until I realized that was just my neurotic woman brain overthinking for me instead of my penis. You're telling me you're a woman? Of course. Didn't you notice the way I sashayed into the room? Look, Terry. Trevor. It's not so bad. The fact of the matter is that I'm still a confident and capable member of this faculty. I'm a responsible voting citizen in my country, and I have a loving family and a beautiful wife at home, which in turn arouses me deeply, because I've always been drawn more towards lesbian pornography than your typical penis-based sex films. Well, that's Tom the Lady Doctor for you. Always has an opinion on something. <laughs> hey, watch it there! <laughs> you see, Tanya, becoming a woman has been one of the bigger joys in my life. Sure, the boys like to razz me come time at the annual company picnic, but who could blame them? What with my newfound lack of strength, I'm completely useless to them during the company tug-of-war. But vasectomies do have their advantages. And what are the advantages? Huh? Oh, uh, I found out I love strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> it's a crazy topsy-turvy world we're living in here, Trudy.
It's best not to fight it. Go with the flow, and above all, listen to your body. You'll know in your heart if this is the right decision for you. But don't take it from me. After all, I am a lady doctor. Hopped up on hormones and impulsive thoughts of a lesbian nature. Well, I have always wanted to sleep with a lesbian. <laughs> That's the ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed yourself so far. We've got a very special treat for you today. Please give a very warm welcome to our friend and your musical guest, Strumman Steve. I got my flower, got my TV and my couch. I'm doing fine. I've got my dreams to keep me warm at night I ain't no slouch, I'm doing fine I've got suspicions that I keep to myself I'm doing fine I've got a couple other things in my health I'm doing fine Let's build a home with lots of room for all our parents, cousins, friends, and bride and groom Let's start a farm with lots of bees Then we'll make dinner, oh won't you please I've got a space for someone dear in my bed I'm doing fine I've got a belly filled with cider and bread I'm doing fine I've got a friendly cat who follows me home I'm doing fine I've got a fairy friend who's also a gnome I'm doing fine Let's build a home with lots of room For all our parents, cousins, friends, and bride and groom Let's start a farm with lots of bees Then we'll make dinner, oh won't you And Steve, everybody. What do you think of that? Let's give our pal Steve one more round of applause for coming out here and strumming for all of us today. Now it's time to bring this show to a close. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
thank you all for joining us today. We hope you've laughed and cried and managed to have an okay time tonight. We'll see you all next time here at the Funny Flower Hour. Good night. <laughs>